0: Thing it works, it, it gosh, I, don't, I don't Facebook won't yell at me on my phone, but it will yell at me. I'm going live on my computer, anyways. It's okay sometimes, things don't have to be easy to work, and the first time doesn't always work, and it's okay. Yes, because that's going to do school work. Um, so I'll put those things away that I need, you know, for the computer live, for things to sound great on the podcast and to make my life so much easier. I'll put all that stuff away and we'll go old school live from my phone. Good morning, ladies. I hope you had an awesome weekend. We are heading into Christmas week. Like, I cannot believe it. It's insane that it's already here. I always think on Christmas, like, oh man, it's such a long time. I love the Christmas season. I love Christmas lights. I love buying gifts. Like that is my love language, giving things. I don't want to get anything. I want to give things. And then it's over. And I'm like, oh, such a long time. And then it comes back before I know it. So that's your first health chat today. How many of us are like, oh yes, I have a whole year to get healthy next year. I'm going to do it. And then we end up back in December like, oh, that year went by quick and I... Changed absolutely nothing about my habits let's not do that this year and let's break down how shortcuts on and health cuts are not the same as getting haircuts so before we do that and we break down this live let us pray if you have anything that you would like us to pray for whether you are watching us live in the fit and faithful moms Facebook group or you are listening to the podcast on Spotify Apple music Amazon music, wherever you like to watch your, or listen to your podcasts, we're going to pray for you. So you can throw up an emoji, you can throw up your hand, you can tell us what you'd like us to pray for, and we will. So Lord, I just thank you so much for this morning, Father. This is a week that we um, are preparing our hearts to celebrate your um, birth. So, Lord, I know that things are crazy. More kids are home, more families in town. Things can get hectic. But, Lord, please help us to um, carve out time that we can be quiet with you. Help us to keep um, your relationship with us the priority. Father, help us to be silent. Help us to have those moments of peace. Bring to these women joy bring to these women calm and for those that are hurting and broken father be near to them as well thank you lord and in jesus name we pray amen hi missy one moment mila i need you to turn that down please thank you all right missy a lot of people are dealing with covid pneumonia um i have had more prayer requests come through for covid pneumonia this week than ever before so yes absolutely praying for that yes praying for that as well Um, for families to be reunited that would be awesome so we're talking today haircuts not health cuts and you're probably thinking where are you going with this Heather so my hair is long right now and every time it gets to this length or longer Um, As someone who's a personal trainer and works out a lot it gets annoying like I have very thick hair hair ties Don't hold it up. It's constantly falling down Um, There are no elastic bands that are thick enough. I've tried them all they don't hold my hair in place It's insane. So I'm like I'm going to shave my head (laughs) That's the easiest thing for me to do my hair is too long It's in my way, it's heavy, it's weighing me down, doesn't stay up when I'm working out. Gives me a headache when it's up. Enough of this, I'm just going to shave my head and take it all off. right? Or I go do a super short bob and I'm like, this will be easier. It'll be short. I can just throw out that whoop bandana and if you look past through, you know, go snoop my Facebook profile and look at some pictures. Every three years, this happens. My hair grows super fast. It's been about three years since I had a really short bob. My hair grows fast. Um, I make really quick impulse decisions. <laughs> I'm like, yep, done, we're done. Today's the day, it's it's all done. So we can do that. Ally, you don't need to be sorry at all. We are praying for her. Everybody, we're praying for Allie. We love Allie in this group. Um, she is a fellow woman for Christ who is also for your health. So, good woman. Um, so, I always impulsively do that. Right? I'm just like, I'm done. Chop it off. And then I instantly regret it. Because the hairstylist, who knows what they're doing, does this for a living, is versed in how to blow dry hair correctly and make layers look right. I leave there. I'm like, yes, this is great. I look awesome. And then I go home and I wash it for the first time. And I'm like, oh, I actually never blow dry my hair. Side note, I'm a horrible girl, right? Like I don't wear makeup. I don't blow dry or straighten my hair. Um, I don't, do all that someone complimented my skin the other day and I was like, I think you have the wrong person I'm like what's your skin routine? I'm like Dove soap so if there's any um face, face Estitions or whatever in here you can go ahead and judge me silently or loudly. I'm like, it's you know I don't use anything so Dove soap in and out and and on my way. I think you got the wrong person so I don't, I don't blow dry it. I don't know how to put pretty curls in. I've had my girlfriends trying to teach me how to curl my hair for, I don't know, a decade. And they're like, I don't understand what you don't get. It's not that difficult. It's okay. And it always ends up going here, there, and everywhere. So I have instant regret as soon as I leave. Because I'm like, well, when I'm in, you know, my little bubble of this hairdresser doing my hair right I wake up and she can do it every day and it's gonna look like this I feel great and I'm happy with my decision to cut my hair but then when I get into my own I'm like oh my gosh what did I do because I don't know what to do with this now I don't know where to even go with this I can't straighten it when I blow-dry it it poofs out because I have so much hair I don't own a straightener so that's you know not helpful Um, I just, I have too much. I just, it's a crazy mess that needs to be tamed. And sometimes, go dry my hair with my car, you see. Ooh, that's a nice one. I just usually stick my head out the window. (laughs) I'm like, dry off quickly. We've got things to do. Or it's just wet. Like yesterday, my uh, husband was like, your hair's wet. I'm like, yeah, I showered and put it in a braid. I don't know what you want (laughs) from me. This is what you married. Um, So we do that with our health, though, don't we? We want like these instant results. And we're like, you know what? January is coming. Super strict diet in this really restrictive thing. And it's going to be great. It's going to be great. And all of a sudden, it is great. Right? You lose 20 or 30 pounds in two months. and And then you're done with that restrictive part of the program. And that coach moves on to something else or they weren't really a health coach to begin with because they just called themselves a coach on the Internet. And unfortunately, we just believe everything we read sometimes. And we didn't do our background check on them. And we go, all right, well, now what? And they're like, well, now just go into the real world. You've lost your weight. You're like, well, I don't know how to not eat unless I'm in this this little bubble protected by you, right? Like, I don't know how to style my hair unless I've got my salon woman with me, right? I don't know how to do this. You didn't teach me how to eat in the real world. I don't know what to do now with all of this unrestrictiveness that the world holds. I, I don't know how to work out. I, I don't know how to eat. I'm, I feel farther behind. And then we end up, gaining back more than we lost in the first place. Hence the yo-yo diet. We go super restrictive. We make a rash decision like, yes, this is it. This is what's going to work for me. And then we go, I don't know how to apply this to my real life. I don't know how this short bob fits into my everyday life. I should have asked more questions. Can I put it in a ponytail? Because guess what? When you're a fitness coach and a health coach, your hair is up a lot. I need it out of my face. I don't need like little wings coming out when I put a headband in. I think it's going to be cute. It's really not cute for me. It might be cute on you ladies who know how to do your hair and, and look cute. It's not for me. I didn't ask enough questions. I just jumped in. I was like, this is what I want to do. They're like, are you sure? Like, yep. Chop my hair off right now. I'm done. We're ready to go. And they do it. Like, Okay. Here you go. It's your pieces to donate. And I do. I'm still doing good with it, right? I'm like, take my hair, donating it to good, good. I should be good now. And then I'm not. And I'm feeling like I did something wrong. Are you like that in your health journey too? Where you just make a rash decision one day. I'm not eating carbs ever again. And then you go, all right, I didn't eat carbs, but now now I'm going to get nitpicky. And I guess vegetables have carbs. So am I axing out all of those too? Was that the best decision? But we get so stuck in the fact that we want to be prideful and right that we hold on to it. And you're like, you know, yep, absolutely. Those those have got to go to obviously potatoes and and now I'm thinking, okay, now my bell peppers, they're pretty high in carbs and I got to get rid of some sweet potatoes too, not just the white ones, but the orange ones and move all around. And we get stuck. We get stuck with the Bob and we get stuck with the Bob in our health care. And we get stuck with the Bob in our faith, too. A lot of people are going to commit to reading the Bible in a a year, which is awesome. I love it. But if you're not doing any Bible study time right now, and you're saying, well, I'm going to commit to 20 minutes a day in the Bible, you're going to go two weeks in and go, I don't even know where this 20 minutes came from. Like, where do I get this 20 minutes from? You're going to get overwhelmed. You're going to have your Bob and go, oh, I can't pull it back. What do I do now? You're going to go, oh, I didn't schedule for this time. And then I'm trying to get healthy too. So I need more time here and I need more time here. And I already feel like I don't have time. So we stop. Shortcuts are great, right? People look great in short bobs. (laughs) I am not one of them unless it's professionally styled. And I need to hire my own, you know, hair care team to follow me around. Shortcuts are great, but I want us to look at how it can be detrimental to our faith, how it can be detrimental to our health and our nutrition if we don't take into consideration the long-term effects of the shortcut we're trying to get. Because if your goal next year is to lose 10 pounds, you can easily do that with a very restrictive, super intense program in a month. You can and then next December we can be having this same conversation of well I started off the year strong I wanted to lose 10 pounds I did then I gained the 10 pounds back about March or so and now December I'm up 10 pounds so now we need to lose 20 because I wasn't taught what to do I just I went in hard and it worked and then I was like well I guess I must be done I hit my goal, I can go back to how I was living. That's not how it works. And it's not how it works once you chop all my hair off, once I chop my hair off, right? Like, well, I guess I'm just gonna throw it up on a pony and keep on working. I can't get it back there anymore. So it's not going to work how it used to anymore. I don't have all this extra leeway. When you're on a very strict diet, you don't have that extra lee- leeway anymore. And when you go and think, oh, I'm just going to go back and do it like I, I used to, that's not the goal. Doing things how you used to got you to this point. Why would you want to continue treating your body like that? Why would you want to continue to live treating your body like crap, eating foods that I don't even know what's in them because half of our foods are so messed up from their original form that there are words in there. I don't even know. I look up things on ingredients all the time. That's my fun game in the grocery store. Like what did we add to this? What new word for sugar is out there that we can keep trying to convince women that sugar-free? There's no such thing as sugar-free. There's a bunch of other stuff in there that doesn't belong in your body, that tricks your body into thinking there's sugar and then none comes, so then you have more cravings. It's no such thing. Oh, I'm doing better because I'm doing sugar-free soda or I'm doing sugar-free ice cream. Just have the real thing. It's better for your body. But we keep going, oh, I'm just gonna ax all of these things out and then once I hit my goal, I can go right back to living how I was. Weight loss isn't something that can just be rushed along, nor is it something, especially with our health. Good morning, Amy, that we should try to rush along with our faith. There isn't, and I say this time and time again, there isn't a point in our faith where Jesus goes, Marie, nailed it. You don't have to read the Bible anymore. You're good. You got it down pat. Take the next 20 years off. You're fine. You don't don't worry. You don't have to come back to this. No, that's not going to happen. I read the same passage for a month all the time. And that's how I do my Bible in a year because I want certain verses in my brain. I want to be able to recall them. I want to see how the Bible is alive. Because if one verse can mean something to me when I'm happy can also mean something to when I'm feeling sad or depressed, or deprived, or excited, or scared, or, or any of these things, that's proof to me that the Bible is living, and I can prove that to other people and say, this is the word of God, it is the living proof. Because one verse transforms what it means when I'm happy, and when I'm sad, and when I'm scared, and when I'm excited, and when I'm celebrating, and when I'm not. When I feel on top of the world and when I feel like the world is is squishing me down. Is your goal to read the Bible in a year just to like have a check mark and go, I did, but I don't recall anything that I just read. It's like history class for me in college. Like I just needed to get through it. I would memorize dates. I don't have any of those dates anymore in my head. I don't remember. Anything about those history classes that I just was like, I'm going to shortcut it, memorize, 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 and then done, take my test, and I never look at it again. Are you reading the Bible just to say, I read the whole Bible and not recall any of it? Or are you reading the Bible to say, Lord, I'm looking for you to transform my life through these words that are life that you gave to us. I'm not just looking to read to pass the test. I'm looking to read to transform my life. And are you looking to start your health journey just to fit into a size four jeans or six or eight or whatever number you have that you think you'll be happiest when you're a size eight? Be happier then. it will be great when I'm 20 pounds lighter. I'll, I'll be great, I'll be great. It's not just this shortcut thing like, all right, size 10, constantly happy. I can tell you what, from someone who's been, I'm 5'2, putting it in perspective here for you, from someone who's been 220, 220 pounds, to 101 pounds, I was never more happy or less happy at any of those weights because I didn't first transform this. I didn't first make my relationship with Jesus right. I thought my happiness was tied to a number. And when I got there, it would be there. And when it wasn't, I just kept searching for something else. And guess what? When it wasn't, I was like, well, screw this, forget this, right? Like I'm not going to stick with red bell pepper salads when I'm just, I was happier eating McDonald's, I don't typically eat McDonald's, but. The number didn't transform this or this. None of this changed. I just thought that my happiness was tied to a number. And it's not. I thought my happiness was tied to a a certain body shape. And it's not. I felt like when I was in shape for the summer that I'd be posting pictures and be like, look, it's great. It's not. You can fake a smile all you want. If this doesn't get transformed first and this doesn't come along for the ride, it doesn't matter. So stop trying to do things for superficial reasons. Like read the Bible just to say you did it. Are we really working on pride here or are we working on reading the Bible to get it to penetrate our soul? Going on a health journey to lose 15 pounds. Do you really want to lose the 15 pounds? Or do you want to treat your body with the respect it deserves because Jesus died to give it to you? Right? I want you to eat healthy because Jesus died. And that's what we should do to honor him. We get down on our knees and praise him and thank him and talk to him and meet with him. And then we go, but the spirit that lives in us and the body that you died to give me. I'm now going to feed with all this food with ingredients I can't read and it's warped up worldly way and I'm going to pretend like it's nourishing me. It's not. That's why you're constantly hungry. That's why you're never satisfied. That's why you have a ton of sugar cravings. That's why you can't live without caffeine. Because the world has somehow convinced us that we can't. And the thing that aggravates me the most like in this time that we're living is the the glorification of drinking and the glorification of messy mom life and crazy mom and yes ah. and it's like the bigger stress and the bigger mess and the bigger drink and the bigger pile of stuff that you have going on of insane behind you justifies the wine glass and justifies the huge caffeine that you say you need and justifies all of this other worldly thing. Like, you don't have to be hot mom express. You don't. And I used to live there too. Like, ah, doing all the things, super busy, yep, super busy, keeping busy, so busy. And when I live in that place of so busy and hot mom express and hot mess express or whatever you want, to call it or whatever it's being called these days, there's no room for anything else. And when you're trying to fix your hot mess problems that you really brought on yourself by being too busy and never stopping and not taking care of your body, with alcohol or with more caffeine or with outside sources, we're not treating our issues with God either. We're saying we, got this, I got this. I've got a bottle of cab. I got a box of wine. I've got this, 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 all of these different things that are going to help me ward out. I got this. I've caused my own stress on the inside of my body. I've caused my own stress here and I'm going to fix it on my own again with this coffee, with this liquor, with this wine, beer, whatever. And now we're completely severing our connection with God. We're not going to treat ourselves or you or the body that you died to give us with respect. And I'm going to fix it by hurting it more. We're not meant to just rush along. like We're not meant to glorify what the world is glorifying right now. And the world's glorifying a lot of weird crap. like A lot of weird things are in social media right now that... I'm like, are we really, are we really doing this? And then the more people that do it, the more socially acceptable it becomes. And we go, well, I guess this is just, this is how it is. That happens with our life too. And our health. Well, I've been like this for so long. This is just who I am. Crazy. All over the place. Super busy. Go, 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 go. And then we look at our kids. And they're anxious because they're go, go, go. When we pushed all these things onto them. We go, oh, well, babe, just sit down and relax. But they've never once seen you sit down or relax. So how are they going to to take validation from your words when they don't see you living it out? Same thing with their food. You've got to eat your veggies. Mama, I have not seen you ever enjoy or eat a veggie. Babe, you got to love your body how you are. You're beautiful. You're a child of God. You were made. But you're destroying yourself in the mirror that your kid's here. Oh, if only. I was 10 pounds lighter. Oh, these jeans used to fit. All oh, these wrinkles. But we're telling our kids one thing and doing the complete opposite. We're looking for these shortcuts. This, I'm sick of this. Cutting all my hair off. It's gonna be great and then when we get there it's still not great because this didn't change this didn't change our relationship with God didn't change and our perspective about what we were starting didn't change I cut my hair into a bob in a rash decision it looked great when I walked out and then I realized but nothing else changed what changed is that I can't put it up in a bun anymore what changed is what used to be a blessing to me to put it up into a bun is now a burden i can't and i'm looking to go back to what i used to do and i can't anymore if you've listened to my podcast for three episodes or more you know i bring up the israelites and almost every one because they relate to your health journey too as soon as they got out as soon as they broke free from Egypt, in captivity, where they were worked horribly, horrible conditions. As soon as reality set in, they're like, you know what? At least in Egypt, we ate well. You know, it was better there. And we do the same thing. If we don't start out for the right heart reasons and the real life change... Then we're constantly going to look back and go, it was better then. It was better than It wasn't. But your mind is going to play tricks on you and go, it was better when you were eating like crap. Didn't you feel like you actually had more freedom than this plate of veggies? And your brain's going to go, yes. It was better then. It was. It wasn't. You're just having a little moment and it's fine. I have moments every day. Um, I'm not I'm eating my breakfast late and it was so much easier for me. It's below me, and I'll show you in a minute. This wonderful omelet. But you know where my brain went? It'd be so much quicker if you just grabbed the donut that was here from company that came over. It if you just ate that. I was like, you know what it would have at least I would have eaten before this live and had some energy. No, the reason I'm not enjoying my food right now is because I didn't plan my time accordingly this morning. I allowed myself to sleep in, which I needed. My workout ran longer, hence my dress. And when I went to make food, I would have been late coming to this. So I'm not really craving the donut. I just made some choices that ended up to me eating late. The donut's not better for me. Me waking up on time is better for me you know, and getting to enjoy this food on time. But I'll still enjoy it later. Mila's trying to give me a stocking. And if I don't put it up, she's not going to stop. So, where are we going with this? Shortcuts are not always what's best. Look at David in the Bible, right? He was spoken to that he would be king. When he told his brothers ahead of due time, when he tried to jump the gun and... Take a shortcut and do things the fast way. Guess what happened? Nothing good for David. Attempted to be killed, wasn't killed, sold into slavery. Don't do that with your health, too. You are a slave to junk food. You can be a slave to alcohol. You can be a slave to caffeine. You can be a slave to worldly things, too. Don't try to shortcut it. Yes, God wants you to be healthy. He doesn't want you to do it in a a weird, warped way. God told David he would be king. But David tried to do it on his own. And guess what? Sudden and impulsive choices rarely pay off. They just don't. My impulsive decisions to cut my hair, mind you, it took me, and again, I did this three years ago, so... Five of these impulsive bob cuts that I thought would work differently this time because I'm in a different space. My face structure didn't change. Neither did my desire to blow dry my hair, buy a straightener, or any product that would help me. I just impulsively was like, this time will be different. And then got frustrated when it wasn't. Don't start your new year the same way you started last year. Or the same way you started two years ago. What's going on, me? Don't know. With, it'll be different this time. Nothing in here has changed. But I know it'll be different this time. No, let's, let's work on this and this. And once you start respecting yourself enough. Once you start realizing the sacrifice that went in for you to be here you will then in turn make better decisions, right? I impulsively didn't chop off my hair this year because I was able to go, you know what? I need to think about this real quick. It doesn't work out for me in the long run. I do just end up frustrated. I end up growing it back, praying for it back, asking for it to come back quicker. It never does. And it doesn't help me any. This is fine. A low pony works just fine. me right now don't rush into your health journey don't do something out of impulse that looks good on the outside right like oh yes eating 800 calories a day losing 30 pounds in two months it sounds awesome but then you actually have to live that and then you actually have to survive and eat more calories than that so then what do you do you go right back to your old ways. And then we end up not only not changing, we end up reverting back and getting into a worse situation. So these quick, impulsive choices can bring what you're looking for short term. Sure. Absolutely. But is it something sustainable? Is it something lifelong? Is cutting your hair really short going to fit your lifestyle after this? It took me time and time again to realize a short bob doesn't fit my lifestyle. Why wouldn't I get that after the first time, right? Also, I kept changing hairdressers because mine would tell me, who knew me, like, girl, this isn't what you want. I'm like, stop telling me that. This is what I want. I want a short bob. Sick of this? Just donate my hair. It's for a good cause. Chop it off, and she'd be like, "Heather, you don't want this. I know you think you do, but you don't. Get yourself a health coach that's gonna come at you that way too." Goes, Erin. I know you want really fast results, but if you just stick to where you are right now, it's gonna be okay. Let's make some small changes. Doesn't have to be a drastic bob cut. Let's just start with adding some spinach into your breakfast. Let's just start with replacing four bagels a day. Let's move it down to three. It can be a small fix and still work long-term. It can. I kept changing hairdressers so that I would get what I wanted. So I didn't have to hear all the mumbo jumbo. Yeah, 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 I know, I know. And guess what? I ended up always going back to the same one. And she'd go, Heather, what? Why did you do this to yourself again? Like, I don't know. I just thought it would be different this time, even though nothing changed. Still a health coach. <laughs> still a personal trainer. Um, still in this field. Still working out. This is still my attire. Like, I, I didn't move to pretty professional land with skirts and where bobs would look good. Nope, this is still me. She goes. You don't. You don't need that. You don't need that drastic change. We'll just add a little color to your hair next time. You need change, right? You don't need to drastically change something. And if you find yourself constantly going, I'm not listening to that anymore. Nope, I'm not listening to that. I'm going, I'm going to try this health coach and I'll try that diet and I'll try this diet and I'll try that diet and I'll try this coach and I'll try that coach. And you, you keep saying, I'm searching for something but you're searching in all the wrong places, stick with one and just go, all right, I'm going to make this work. She challenges me. She pushes me. She wants me to be better. She gets it. I'm going to stick with this one. If I just stuck with my one hairdresser, I wouldn't have had two of my past bobs and I wouldn't have been wishing for long hair (laughs) to come back. I would have gone, yeah, you're right. Crystal, right. She's going to watch this and go, I didn't want that Bob, but I went to Sarah instead. and She didn't know me and she gave me the Bob <laughs> and it's fine. Don't do that with your health. The shortcut isn't always what's best. You're going to say you don't have enough time. You do. You're going to say you don't you know, want to take things slow, you want things rapidly, but do you want it for the for your life or do you want it just for the next two months? Right? Do you really want that? Or are you just trying to get some different result out of it? The health industry is a over a billion dollar industry. There's a lot of people out there this time of year. That are trying to get you to say, you need a diet. We're going to get you your goals in three months. It's going to be great. I want you, even if you're like, I'm not going to work with Heather. It's all right. We don't see eye to eye. I don't work with everybody I talk to. I talk to 75 to 100 women a week. I do not sun them all up. Sometimes either you're not ready, we're not a good fit, you need things that I can't provide you, you need someone who's going to tell you no, like I can't help you right now. You need something else. But you're going to hear a lot of people say, we're taking everybody. Come on in. I want you to at least be empowered to ask the question, well, what happens after I hit my weight loss goal? Where's your five-year, ten-year results? Where's your one year after results, right? Like what happens after it's, it's unhealthy for me to keep eating like this for a long time. So what happens after you very quickly get me my weight loss goals? What happens when I do want to work out? How does that, how does that fit in? How does this fit into my lifestyle? A Bob doesn't fit into my lifestyle. Not all nutrition plans are going to fit into yours either. So make sure it fits what you're looking to do. Right? It's not just popping pills and drinking shakes. That sounds horrible. I don't want to just drink shakes forever. I don't want to starve myself forever so that my body is in deficit constantly. Yes, shortcuts are great. Everyone wants one. But when David tried to shortcut things, it ended him up in way worse situations right? And study David. He made a lot of shortcut decisions that he learned from later in life. I made a lot of short Bob decisions that took me like 15 years to realize, well, I guess I'm not a short Bob person. You may be 15 years into your health journey and go, you know what? I never actually really just stuck to something. I didn't look at how this fit into my everyday life. I didn't look at how this would work after I completed said program. Make sure it works for you. Ask better questions. Don't glorify what the world is glorifying. Don't think that you're going to be happier when you're a smaller size. Don't think you're gonna be happier after a stressful day after a big thing of wine either. Because the wine's not gonna fix the problem. The caffeine also is not going to fix the problem. Giving things or buying things or whatever isn't going to solve the problem. Giving it to Christ and actually working through the problem will fix the problem. Giving your health over to him and go, Lord, help. Because right now, I'm not eating anything that honors you. I'm not moving in ways that honor you. I'm not even stopping. I'm just going so much that I don't even have time for you right now. Help me to address those root issues so that I can be healthier this next year. And maybe healthier for you doesn't mean weight loss. And that's okay. Maybe healthier means I took a time out every day to just be quiet and be with the Lord. Maybe healthier for you means I'm not going to punish my body with really harsh workouts. I like to walk. I'm going to go on some walks. Maybe healthier for you means you're not going to be online as much feeding your body and your mind with all of this altered baloney that's on there. And you're going to feed your mind with actual scripture. Maybe this year for you, it doesn't look like reading the entire Bible in a year. Rather, you go, I'm going to pick a book of the Bible. I'm going to pick Philippians and I'm going to read through it. I'm going to pick 1 Corinthians and I'm going to continuously read read through it until it's ingrained in my heart and when something comes up i pull that scripture and i know maybe it's not this big grandissimo thing that we're working towards for this year but it will be the foundation of what you're changing for years to come it doesn't always have to be 50 pounds yes then what it can be five pounds Over the rest of your life that you go, oh, I'm consistent with this. I said I was going to lose 10 pounds this year. I lost 10 pounds this year. Next year I kept it off. I lost five more. The following year I, I took it steady. I took it consistently. I took it wisely. I didn't make rash decisions on my health, on my body, on my spirit, on my mind. And I didn't do it for the check mark. I didn't do it for the number. I didn't do it just to do it. I did it to transform something in me. That's my health program. If you're looking to transfer something and transform something deep within you to go, I've got the root, I'm finding the root, and I may not lose 50 pounds in three months like some of these other programs, but I'm gonna lose 50 pounds and more throughout the rest of my life. I'm gonna say I don't need to take this drastic Bob shortcut just to try and make my life easier. No, I'm gonna work through some things that have been holding me back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna learn how to fuel my body correctly for when I'm exercising, for when I'm not. For when I'm sad, for when I'm not. Because brownies don't cure your sadness. And cake has never made someone not depressed. In fact, it will just make you more. You'll feel better in the moment and then you'll feel guilty and then you're going to feel worse. Been there. Bag of chips, not going to help your emotions. It just doesn't. Let's get to the root cause of that and go, Oh, all right. These external things aren't helping me. They're hurting me. They're holding me back. Where's my relationship with Christ? Where's my heart? Where's my mind? Where's my soul at? is going to lead to life change That is going to lead to lifelong transformation. Maybe not instantly, maybe not in a really quick shortcut, but in consistent ways so that at this time next year, you're not still here listening, going, yep, I didn't do it then and I should have. Now, You don't need to wait for January 1st. You don't need to wait for next Monday. You can act now. So if you're ready to act on it, if you're ready to put in some work, if you're ready to partner together with people to get uncomfortable, to really dig deep, to transform this and this in your spirit, which leads to outside changes too. comment. I'm ready for change and we'll have a conversation. We'll talk about what that looks like, and guess what, it might not be the perfect fit, you and I. My program might not be the perfect fit. In fact, 80% of the time, it's not. But I will direct you to someone that is able to help you. I will use my 20 years of experience in this industry to say, you need to start here first. Here are some resources. Let's start there. I will guide you in the right direction. But I can't lift the weights for you. I can't open your mouth and make it chew vegetables for you. So if you're not there yet, it's okay. You'll get there. It has to be on your time. It has to be when you're ready, right? So just like I can't have my hairdresser at my house below drying my hair every day, <laughs> I can't physically be there all the time. You've gotta be ready for this change. I have to be ready for the Bob if I'm going to do it. I have to be ready for health change. And I've got to be ready to hold myself accountable for it. So if you're ready for that, you can say, I'm ready for change. We'll have a quick conversation. We'll get on a call. I know that these weeks are busy. I get it. Um, but we'll work some time out. Because your health and your mindset and your faith and your spirit is important. Thank you, ladies, for hopping on and joining me. I hope you have an amazing Rest of your week. If you need anything from me, don't hesitate to reach out and chat whether that's prayer faith Health advice nutrition advice, whatever you need. I've got nutritionists that work on my staff. So We've got people here for you You're amazing. You're stronger than you think you don't need to glorify based on what the world's doing You can glorify in a quiet space of prayer In that hidden secret place. It's okay to not be loud about it. You can be quiet. It's okay. All right. I'll talk to you ladies later. Have an awesome rest of your week. Happy, happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. Remember the reason for the season. Let's teach our kids. Let's show them through our actions, not just our words. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.